some girls who don't have that male figure in their life constantly search for it. And I think there's a there there's a stigma in society of this perfect relationship you need to have the perfect type of things you need to see mm. things you need to do right i'll agree with and that the mm. problem is for some girls that don't have that and like i said my boy you know a lot of my boys have been through it i've got a lot of girl mates have also said stuff similar that they sort of struggle with it or you know people that do is they they're always searching for they're not searching they're just searching for reassurance they're searching to hear all the right things which I is why what happens mm. at the start before I'll finish this off with mm-hmm. um, what happens at the start is a guy gives them that attention gives them what they think they're looking for yeah they then do that but because of all their inse- because of a lot of insecurities they need a level of reassurance which is becoming toxic mm. or becoming too yeah. much and I'm like well mm. what because well, you've well, never well, been shown yeah. that love from a male before so, so you're thinking this is the right kind of love but right. really so and this I, is not I the 100% right kind of agree because as a daughter from a two-parent household the things that i put up with or the things that others might put up with you're not they're not the same no and i think my dad treated me like a princess my dad still treats me like a princess it's not everything i want i will get but i was nourished Mm -hmm. i was his little pocket baby baby. he took me Mm -hmm. everywhere from the moment i was born Every Sunday, he dressed me up and we'd go to church together. And you're the oldest. And I'm the well. eldest. I'm yeah, the first grandchild the first. on his side of the family as mm-hmm. well. Which is so what? I'm treated like an angel. And there's nothing a man could do for me. So and the independence is both sides so of it. There's nothing a man could so do. I know a girl from school and um, she actually lived with her dad, single parent, lived with her dad. And she knew she didn't need a man. Mm-hmm. Because she had, she, she had mm-hmm. it, was, it was kind of the more motherly side of things that she might have struggled. Yeah, but she looked yeah, for. Yeah. The one thing I will say is because rather than look, because there's certain, the thing is you never find something, especially in a relationship, when you're looking for it, which is why I don't believe yeah. stuff like Hinge and Tinder and stuff like that. Because a lot of people, some people are going on there just to shag and fair play, that, that's understandable. But some people are on there to look for love but if you're looking for love you're never going to find it you're never going to find it but the problem is is you get girls obviously that are constantly searching for that male reassurance Mm -hmm. they get it but because they constantly need it and then the one time that you start not giving as many because I'm not I'll be honest if I give you like if I give you a compliment I want it to mean something yeah and that's same for a lot of lads they're not just going to be wet and give you compliments left right and centre because if they're going to give you a compliment they want to see how you react but if another guy gives you a compliment, you react the exact same. It's interesting you say yeah. that because <coughs> I love to be complimented. I, I want know you. you. I want you to compliment me. <laughs> no, it's not. But different to it is, whereas you're looking for the compliments, maybe a, a child of a, a daughter of a single parent no. household, you're looking for the compliments to, I won't say validate, but to make you feel a way. I'm looking you, for it for you to tell me something no, I haven't already heard. If I give you a compliment, all right, the way you take that compliment compared to the person that you love will be completely different. Mm. You'll sit there thinking, you know what, my brother is literally just giving me a compliment because the person you love is like that. That's that, everything. That deep feeling. Yeah. It does, hold on nothing to else that for matters. The rest of the day. Yeah. That's that's your day. Your day sorted. You're happy. Yeah. But if I'm giving you a compliment and it's that easy straight away, 
and there's someone else another man can give you that same compliment and you react the exact same way really because mm-hmm. you're always you're looking for that's what you you're want that's for, what you which want. is what happens is you then they start to realize actually when you stop being able to put up with it 24 7 mm-hmm. they're then like oh fuck i'm not getting that same reassurance yeah. that i always needed so what happens they have to look for it elsewhere mm-hmm. and that's like and it's i don't i don't you know i sit there i feel bad because the fact you have to go through that is sad. It's tough. But then you also need to realise, but the kind of way of being with it is actually realising that that is, what is the reason for it? Yeah. Mm. Because once you understand mm. that that has got, it's got no power, you know, held over you, you might get dicked. Mm-hmm. Once you realise that got, that's got no power held over you, you mm. don't need a man. I think relationship you know I mean? like, therapy should be normalised and just therapy in general should be normalised. Because you're going through things every single day that are moulding you into a different person. And sometimes by yourself, you know, if you go to uni, you're going through these things You do it on your own. You need an outlet. You need to get it out. Yeah, but the thing is, I'll be honest, girls do that. Girls talk about their own... They do, they do. I'll be honest, the only reason why I can... I've got no filter anyway. But the reason why I can be quite open <laughs> and honest about things is because my mum does. Part of her job is that. And right. from a kid, I've been growing up that if you've got a problem, you voice if, it. if you're going to a party, if you're doing anything, tell me what's going on. Just say, tell mm. me what I want. I remember when I was at a party and I said to my parents, I was like, look, I'll be honest. People are pissed. I'm probably going to get home later than her few. And when I got home, I told them everything. Mm-hmm. They didn't care. They, they that's so, it, stru- so true. They turn around. They're like, "Look, I don't care what's going on. I don't care that you're there. I just want to know that you're safe." safe. Mm. And yeah. that's it. Yeah. My mama has always said to me, "I'm more likely to say yes to you going somewhere if you tell me exactly where you're going, what you're doing." I've never stuff snuck out because she ingrained that into me for so from so young. I've never snuck out. If I want to go somewhere, I'm happy to tell them. Whether they say yes or no is a different story, but I never had to have that secrecy mm. with my family, and I'm really glad because I think the sneaking out and the rebel the rebelliousness That's of wrong. a teenager yeah. influences who they are as an adult. But that comes from strict parents. You've got strict parents, good parents, parents that you feel like you can't go, you to. can't speak to. You it's create so those important. sneaky kids, yeah. those kids that but, do sneak out. But you know, it's for me though. I've had the exact same opposite to you, man. Whereas with me. Because I've had an older sister, they were so strict to my sister to the point where it's like, well, like the way my sister is now, I can't let you, you're a product of it. Do you know what I'm saying? It's your own fault because you've been so strict to the point where my sister's had to go and sneak Do out and, things. oh, I'm with my, yeah. my, my friend, yeah. Natasha, like, but Natasha's now a Nathan, you know what I'm saying? So I hear it now to the point where like it's affected my relationship with my, my mom. As much as I love her, as much as I feel like I'm, you know, like I feel like I'm a grown man around her, mm-hmm. yeah. I still can't tell her stuff yeah. just because of the fact that I don't really feel like I can go find you, do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. On a serious thing. So I hear it. I hear what you're saying. And I feel like everyone needs therapy because of the fact that trauma doesn't, doesn't shape who you are. Yeah. It yeah. just made who you are at that certain point. You need therapy to, to get through that. Re- you know what I'm saying? Yeah, whether it was good or bad. Guys don't do it. Guys don't want therapy. I feel like yeah. guys, you know, it's, it's a big trust me when I tell you, you know, it's, I've gone through some stuff where 
I've not told the man them. Just because I don't feel like I'm in a comfortable position to tell the man them openly as I want them to, as I want to, do you know what I'm saying? Mm. I feel like with therapy, I'll be able to tell you in the best way yeah. I can. It's just at the moment, I can't. I'd rather go to... I'd rather go to my girl at the time. I'd rather go to my my sister. I'd rather go to my best friend who's a girl. Do you know what I'm saying? Just because they know how to communicate because they've always been through mm-hmm. positions where they they've had to communicate. Do you know what I'm yeah. saying? So that's that's what I think, but, really and truly. And that's why, like, when you look at guys, and when some girls like, oh yeah, but don't show emotions. You know, he's sometimes just bare cold. Like, yeah, because the second you let your guard down. They, they take take it away. Do you know what I mean? Such high expectations. And it's, it's you know, it's one of them that, that's why a lot of lads don't talk about it because they can't. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Apart from to their girl best mate. They say that to their girl. Like, what? <coughs> really? Yeah, I but think... But then if it's their issue, it's a different story. For I them. think going from the way that you would tell your girl a story is not the way you would tell your girl best friend or your male friends. Not Not because you'll necessarily lie or anything like that, but you will omit information to protect yourself and your, and her feelings. Mm -hmm. You don't want the headache. No, you don't want the gripe. So it's easier for, "Mm, let me not say that that person was there or let me just say I got home an hour earlier than I did because you're protecting your feelings. Like, Cause no matter like you, this is why relations are fucked as well. No matter how much the person says, I'm I will never judge you. You're the love of my life. I see you perfect in your own way. At the same time, if you you tell them this stuff, I'm telling you straight, you're getting your notepad and pen. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Fuck. Date and time. One thirty-two. You're fucking. Yeah. Oh my. That's what you're gonna be. Um, and that's why certain people match. You know, you know, you see like stuff. I don't know, not a massive thing of it. I can understand what people say, but there is an element of certain personalities obviously match certain people. Mm. I, I'm, I'm probably one of the most laid back, maybe sometimes too laid back, kind of lads when it comes to relationships. But I don't. I had my first relationship. I learned a lot. I learned this. Well, the first thing I learned it was a great relationship. I realized there's certain things there's pointless to argue about. There's certain things that you just. You shouldn't just be concerned. Do you know what I mean? You just there's no point in being concerned about it. But for me, like I'll be honest, if my girl goes out, I'm not fussed. Like I'm not too fussed what she does. Like as long as she's safe and doesn't lie, and we got a sense, you know, like trust. I'm calm. Do you know what I mean? It's just do the thing. I'm not gonna be sitting there messaging you all night. I'd be like, go oh, enjoy it. But the problem is, it then can come sometimes come across as. Blase, you don't care. And I've been there because... And it's like, I do, but also, I'm trying to give you your freedom. But then if I was like another man, then you'd be going crazy. Yeah. It's interesting because I feel like... So that comes to the other person's insecurities. And that's to to an extent, like, there's certain, like I said, there's certain things you can control and certain things you can't. Do you know, the one thing that pisses me off, yeah, and this is why I like, I think whoever I wife has to be like my girl best mate. Because my best girl best mate, they'll tell me straight, everything's straight, yeah. You know the one thing, is one thing, even if comedians say, you're sitting there, you say something, or something comes up, and you know the other half don't like it, yeah. You know it's, it's triggered them. You say, you okay? I'm good, that's good, I'm calm. You sure? 
Yeah, I'm good. You okay? What? Why are you asking me if I'm okay? I'm fine. Okay. So let's make sure you get into bed. I think it's funny Half that. Half twelve. <laughs> you see, the thing is, yeah, <laughs> bitch, you've had the whole night. Let me sleep. Now you want to bring this up. So when I face to face, your phone's down. You've got nothing to help you get out. It's like, you see, the thing is, yeah, it's just, and you know, like, you know, I would. I think that's another maturity though, another level of maturity in a relationship because you have to remember that people need time to process things. And yes, it affected me in the moment, but I need to think about, I need to decide whether it's worth bringing this up or not. If you've noticed that I'm upset about it and I've told you no, give me time to feel like, okay, this is the right time to open up to him. The difference is you just said, if he tries to say it and you say no, that's that's the difference. You said no, like you're no, you're not ready to speak about it. Yes. If I'm asking you, are you okay? And you're not okay, just say no. Don't. But say just be, but then you're gonna make me no, speak about oh, it. No, oh no, this is what I'm saying. If if you say no, I'm like, okay. Do you want to talk about it? Not right now. Fine. But then when I bring it up, you're gonna be pissed again. No, nah, you, you know. But would you right give him the heads up? You haven't lied. I hear my name. You haven't lied. If I'm asking you, are you okay? If I say to you, are you okay? And you're like, no, I'm not gonna not lie. Really. I'm not feeling the best. Do you wanna talk about it? Nah, not right now. I still know we'll talk about it at some point down the line. Mm. But if you say, yeah, I'm calm. Are you sure? I'm fine. I'm great. And you're telling me you're fine. You're great. You're lying to me, then, aren't you? I feel like it's women not wanting to. Can put in that element of concern like oh have I done something why can I not fix this right now what is this We're big fixers. thing yes we want to fix it before yeah. we even give you the opportunity to we have yeah. to weigh up whether it's worth the potential argument that's going to come out of me feeling away because when I got the wrong meal you didn't stand up for me and say excuse <laughs> me this is not what she ordered but, you're, but you don't realise you, you leave that doubt in there anyway because we're not stupid like, lads will clock it. They'll realise it. And this is what, you know, with us asking you, are you okay? We know from your reaction, I'm going to be like, you okay? You're like, actually, yeah, nah, sorry. Your persona will be completely different if you don't actually have a problem or if you're just tired. But if there's an issue and I ask, are you okay? And you say no. And you say, yeah, I'm fine. And I already know that you're pissed off. It's still going to play on my mind either way. I and already know, but the difference is, is not only do I know, and I'm, I'm also having the same questions that you've just highlighted, mm. but I don't even know whether we're still going to talk about it or to what extent. And that's why we are internalising and debating with ourselves whether it's worth bringing it up later. That's why, yes, no, but what I'm saying I am is, fine, because I'm fine enough not to bring it up to you right now. I hear it, but the thing do, is, you know it is, some people... You still do, so you still... End, you, you dodge, so you completely dodge the whole point of whether you still bring it up or not, you still bring it up. Mm. I hear it, but the thing is, you know, is for me, what you said about oh, we're peeping it. I've peeped it before. From the moment something's gone wrong, mm-hmm. I've I've noticed a change in energy. Like, a change in spiritualism. Do you know what I'm right. saying? Now you wanna. Mm-hmm. I've noticed it. The point where I ask you, are you okay? Is an appointment. I've noticed it. I've right. noticed. I've peeped before. it. Okay. It's just now right. thinking this has gone to a peak where I can't take it anymore. Are we okay, babes? Right. I think. Are that we alright? Oh, down. I'm fine. Yeah. And from then, I'm gonna shift my energy. I wanna. I wanted to I keep it as know. normal as right. possible. But right. the fact that you started it, you've just. Can mm. I get a kiss? Mm. <laughs> yeah. It, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> 
peaked it. So to the point where you feel like, oh, now I want to say it. We're probably at the point where, fuck this, bro. Yeah. Save it till whenever you want because I don't yeah. really care. I'm right not, now. I'm That's okay. why our energies are so different when we argue because of the fact that you're ready to argue. We're not. I'm you tired. Don't care. You, you, or, at that point, you're tired. You, you, oh, you've had your chance. And we're from, no, no, wait, no, when you've not, I know what I'm saying is, when you're saying that you bring it up at a point, when you ask them, are you okay? You've contemplated it. You've analysed the whole situation. You're sitting there thinking, okay, that vibes it off. That bit, bit more standoffish. Right. Okay, there's a problem. Now you ask. Because you, the signs are there. But then if I'm then leaving it the whole night, and then you're then asking me, because it's always the most inconvenient time. <laughs> It'll be when you're about to about head to have out. A shit. <laughs> you're about to have shit. You're about to head out. You're about to go, go out with boys. Yeah. Or you're about to go to bed. The like, time. No, yeah. You're now... You're not doing this on purpose. You've had the whole day. Like, see some morning. I think this whole thing comes from women need to choose the man that wants to learn about them emotionally. Women need to know that their man knows I'm saying no. I'm saying yes right now. Yes, I'm fine. Yes, I'm fine. But like Tommy said, I already peaked from time. You're not okay. I'm anticipating this conversation is going to come off. I'm going to ask you if you're all right. But then if you say yes, I'll lay off. But the thing is, how many times? I'll, I'll compromise with you to an extent of saying that can happen sometimes. Like sometimes you're just like, you know what? Right now, if you're in public, different story. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. In certain situations, if you're pulling out that card, it's understandable. If you're doing it all the time, then you're literally longing out the whole process and then it starts to become a cycle of why why are you dragging this out why are you dragging this out and then all of a sudden you get over the first thing and then because you've been so stressed about that something else happens Mm. or you're because you've longed out that whole process you still haven't let go so then you're still annoyed you're still like what was that sorry um what you said there Someone wrote it very beautifully. It's called a mlocking key. There's an artist called Glenn's Pen. He does a spoken mm. word. Check that out, John you know saying because mm-hmm. I feel like what you've just said is just really, you know, what I'm saying it mm-hmm. touched me. So Glenn's Pen ten on Insta, <gasps> Glenn's Pen. You find it there. Lock and key. That's what the piece is called. Sorry, carry on. Nah, honestly, sounds like our first but yeah, nah. Relationships are a mad one, though, but they're also exciting. Yeah. They are the most... The prospects of being the, with someone, crazy. The anticipation. Yeah. I'll tell you what, this... this um, I'm not big... I don't, I don't use Twitter, actually, but I'm not big on that quote, so, like, then inspirational quotes is bullshit. I, I know it already. But, tell you what, I saw this thing on Instagram, and it really... I actually really touched on it. Um, there's this couple, Chinese couple. Now, they um went to kind of like a monument, kind of like, you know, Kiss Big Ben, you know, whatever. And um, they took this photo. Now, it was 15 years, let's just say 15 years before. They were both there with their friends. And they both took a photo, you know, of them there in front of whatever it was. 15 years later, this couple go back. They're they're together now. Keeping in mind, at this point, they didn't even know each other. And they went to the same monument. And he proposed to her. And when she realised why, it's because... The 15 years before, in the background of each photo, 
you're the person with the no way and they had no I idea i think i've seen this they no. had no idea this is, real, was, this is real life this is real life and so the girl was in the back of was literally right in the background of the guy's photo and vice versa had no idea didn't, didn't even bump into each other and 15 years later he proposed to his missus over there and i was there like that is some mad shit. and they say things they said there's fate. Like I don't things believe happen in fate. Reason. Things mm. happen for they a really reason. Like, you know? You didn't just cross paths like that 15 no. years ago oh, to oh, then yeah. be married in the same kind of setting again. That's what I'm crazy. saying. Like, there's fate. And then, you know, it is. It's like, they say, oh, the person that you want is really under your nose. Like, stuff like, right oh, it's there. right under your right nose. There. Right there. Do you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So, really and truly, it is a true thing. I feel like the best if relationships. You fantasize over what you want in life yeah mm. or the or the type of person you think even from like a looks perspective oh. always thinking about someone or like a person that you've seen in the past yeah Pers- but obviously a lot of it will go down to personal personality you've already built that character you know what you want mm. and like I said, some sometimes they might be there they might be around but even if they're around it might just be within like a mutual friend same friend group do you know what I mean right. same yeah. type of energy but it is so true like and that's why when you're young, some people are like, man, you just not know. Just enjoy it. Yeah. Enjoy it. You've got plenty of time to have a relationship. Yeah. Save up. It costs a lot. Do you know, but it's hard being an older sibling and my younger sibling wants the things that I have now mm-hmm. because he can see what I've got. He can see what I can afford. He can see mm. what I treat myself to or what my partners treat me to and what I treat my partners. And he wants to do the same. You're six years younger than me. There's no way mm. you can match the lifestyle I have right now. Mom, and you have to remember how, I often forget how influential I am as an older sister. Yeah. Like, yeah. especially as a female to a male mm-hmm. who needs to yeah. remember how to treat a woman and how a woman will treat herself. Right. There's so much that people learn from us. So you have to be so careful with what you put but out there. That's what I'm saying. When you attract, when you're looking, when people are, when people are, oh, I've got such crap friends. It's like, yes, you're forcing friends. Same with the people who you attract, like, yes, your relationships, but also your friends as well and your family. Like, obviously, my sister's are four and a half years younger. Ren, you both know her extremely well. I'm in a position of it is harder being an older brother because we are a very I'll be honest we're very good looking family 10 out of 10 across the board <laughs> she's you a know, to be fair she's a stunning girl she's but cute. what I know what comes with that isn't the best yeah. so I'm now I, honestly it's the best thing I'm in a position that if my sister FaceTimes me for whatever reason I'm busy I've got promise I've got Dev I've got David each any one of them will pick up the phone and talk to her about anything she's from a female perspective she can call you anytime and not have to worry about telling me because she knows at one point it will come back to mm-hmm. me but in the back of my mind i always know that she's a got female's four got or five different people as well yeah that she can contact if she doesn't feel comfortable contacting anyone and she tells me mm-hmm. everything mm-hmm. but tell one of them knowing that that they've told you mm-hmm. in order for that to get to me at mm-hmm. some point and she but she's safe Mm. Do you know what I mean? We'll sort it now. Exactly. You can handle it later. Exactly, yeah. but it is it is scary because you, you look at them and they they see what you've got. They they see the highs and they see the lows. Yeah. Now my sister started started this. So she's seen me obviously at my best, and she's also seen me when I've been pretty pretty but shit. Pretty, yeah. pretty shit as well. Mm. But at the same time, if she doesn't see that, she doesn't realize that life isn't always easy. And yeah. You are going to go through your heart, your yeah. heartbreak of your first your first love, whatever. Yeah. 
stuff like that. And but it, it gets Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're speaking facts because I've been. My brother's seventeen, and obviously you think there is a five-year age mm-hmm. difference. Me and you were never the Not same. The but same. you know what it is? You realize this nigga was at the point where I was. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Going through the exact same, same things. 100%. I have to be there. Do you know what I'm saying? And whether it's at my highs or my lows, like you said, you're gonna be there. Mm-hmm. My brother is the biggest fan of Glenn's pen. I don't know who he is, but <laughs> biggest fan of Glenn's pen. Do you know what I'm saying? There's times where he's come and he's hugged me. Do you know what I'm saying? Off the back of reading what I've wrote. That's beautiful. There's times where he's been the biggest fan of No Problems, He's Just Vibes. Do you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And the thing is, what I'm trying to say is, there are your biggest fans. There are the biggest. Like I'm getting if emotional. Everybody else in the world was black and white. They'd see you as a rainbow. Like you are everything. For real, and the thing is, I can't stop bigging them up, and I can't stop, I can't oh, stop not wanting to be a role model because of the fact that you pre- you put me in that yeah in that yeah. pedestal yeah. first yeah. without you me. You wanted re- me there. Do you know what I'm saying? I have so to live up for to that, me. nah, man, yeah. I have to go it's, hard. It's mad, and you do, you you question you question it sometimes, don't you? You question, it, especially when you're when you're the oldest. Like, is are you as close as you think? Do you know? Will they come to you if they, if they need you for anything? Do they see you as that, as that role model? And obviously, you know, my she had her first heartbreak and she was upset. And I was sitting there thinking, she was upset. She, you know, cried a bit, cried. I was like, do you want a hug? Do you want anything? She's like, no, every time. She's like, good, 18, so 24 hours at least. And then I go in, she's sitting by the drawers, crying on herself. I'm like, you want a hug? She leaned in. I didn't even ask her. I was like, "Do you want?" And she leaned in and just cried, mm-hmm. and she was just there. She felt safe. Mm-hmm. And when she felt safe, I was there. Like, I know. I I've must been be there. Doing something yeah, right. But I'm here now as well. Mm. Exactly. And the scariest thing is, is obviously, because our parents are so much older, and you know, generations have changed. You now have to build that path yourself, and that's mm-hmm. why I'm so blessed to got my cousins because they can still provide. Mm-hmm. You know, a bit because. We, we, we have to we have to go through it mm-hmm. we still have to go through so much just so then they well. can see it mm-hmm. and then they can have you know the easier life it is sometimes really hard but you know you've got to have a blessing that they can come mm-hmm. I think it's such a special bond that sibling bond and especially as the older sibling you have to guide them do you know what i mean yeah. and you don't have to be right either you yeah. can be wrong and you can go too. through it wrong yeah. together yes. but it's fine because yeah. you're together you're together because yeah. the, the biggest thing is you can't choose family but if your own blood is saying if we weren't family that would be my brethren yes that would be my rider that would be my number one yeah. guy yeah. see from when it gets to that you can rest assured your relationship with them is solid That's because if i can't leave my sister in a room with you alone Something's wrong. Not Something's wrong. And I've got, I've got family, and then I've got acquaintances, really. Mm-hmm. I've got friends, you've got, you know, got your work, but you've got mm-hmm. a partner. You know, I don't want to be having trust, and this is what, when you get older, you don't want to small talk with everyone. No. You want people around that. So what's the other thing? You see what I'm making? Like yeah. my, dad, my dad's best friend is Uncle Paddy. It's not even related. Mm-hmm. Now, <laughs> I'll tell you this story. The way, the way that them two became friends, is so my dad moved to my secondary school to Mark in, um, in London, mm-hmm. and um, 
Irish guy just walked in. My dad's like, no questions. Leave my sofa. And say and they say 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 the guy that day. And from then it's like that's that's his family. Mm-hmm. When I go that when I go down to my dad's mate, it's it's only his family. Mm-hmm. Whether they relate to him or not, that is it. Mm-hmm. And that's you know I'm at a stage where that's that's what I want in my life. I don't I don't need all these massive massive friends. Me and Promise had a conversation a couple of minutes ago about godparents. And it's, it was one of the most special conversations I've ever had with anyone because you when some when you think you know how much you mean to someone, but when somebody's telling you what you mean to them and how they will allow you to put your influence on their child, the person that they have created to be someone, it's like you really fuck with me heavy and I'm so glad because I fuck with you just as heavy. This is not going anywhere. Like, I need this. I need it. Have you ever seen, and this is not have you ever seen The Wedding Ringer by Kevin Hart? Kevin Hart's a wedding ringer and basically what he does is he he can be hired hired out as the best man. Now, I was sitting there, I was waiting myself (laughs) on the beach and I was like, obviously I've moved around quite a lot of moving when I was 13 and that's the prime time when you're making potential friends for life, Mm -hmm. especially in the UK. Now, obviously, I moved at a crucial time. Now, when you live abroad as an expert, you realise people come and go. You become numb to making close close friends, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And um, literally, I was sitting there at one point, especially like... Oh, don't get too sad. Um, I was sitting there, I was sitting there at one <laughs> point. Like, obviously, moving around, I've got friends all around the world. But when you sit there thinking you're close friends or not on a night out, I said... Um, like I said, I've got, I've got three. Mm-hmm. I've, got, I've got three main ones, and that's Promise, Des, and David. Mm-hmm. See, David, I've known for 10 years. Promise, I've known for what, five, six? Yeah, now. something like that. And Des, about two, three. And like I said, they're my closest boys. Yeah. But I said to Promise, and I said this to him the other day, I was like, when I get married, he's already, he's already my best friend. Yeah. I, I knew that from the day that I met, I was mm-hmm. like, yeah, this guy, this guy's this guy's someone special. But you put, you, you're looking for mates don't when yeah. you meet someone you, if you vibe with them straight away mm-hmm. you know people say oh, it's it's a, nah you know straight away whether you're gonna be boys with someone mm-hmm. or not if you don't it's a fixed up yeah. mm-hmm. and that's same for a girl as well but some i think with relationships though that's a bit different because a lot of the time you can ignore red flags right i think it's better to be aware of your because at this age okay some relationships last but majority don't because you're not where you are in order to provide for someone you're both still growing and learning about yourselves but i think being able to identify red flags in your friends and knowing that it's okay to eradicate them you don't owe anybody anything mm. get rid of that dead weight yeah wh- why why am i holding it's one it's bad to say and i do it with both like friends and relationships. Once you become irrelevant, we don't need common contact. At all. In relationships, if I'm split, if we're, if we're not together, why do I need to stay in contact with you? Like, there's, there's no need. There's no need to. You're, you're irrelevant from my life. And same for friends. If if you move and they start making less sense, that's fine. Mm-hmm. But don't, why, don't hold on. And, you know, that's probably the wise bit of advice. Don't hold on to like any relationship. Like, mm-hmm. If it's not worth it and you're making too much 
Don't hold on. Here you go. Find somebody you who will I mean? appreciate it. Exactly. Do you know people on this earth probably want to enjoy your time? 100%. Do you know people probably look at you and think, you know what, I'd love to sit down and have a conversation with that person. Oh, I wish you could be like that person. Mm. Why are you wasting on people trying to put you down? Mm. Do you know what I mean? I hear that. On a closing note, for me, um, for me, personally, I've been an asylum seeker for nearly all my childhood, do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. For me, it's always been about looking my best just in case the wrong person might come on the wrong okay. day and presenting myself in the best way. But for me, obviously, you know what I'm saying? Things change, you know what I'm saying? I got my thing, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> tear, tear. But the thing is, I've always grown up saying, if I've allowed you in this space where, you know, I'm not even trying, I'm not even myself, be grateful because literally I'm on the cusp of being sent home just because of not presenting myself, right? So for me to allow people to come into my space and just be myself and say this is me mm-hmm. it's a big thing for me do you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. so friendships and you know like having best friends and having you know what i'm mm-hmm. saying brethren is a serious thing and i'll always be grateful for the people that have came into my life and just you know what i'm saying they've came and they stayed you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. so really and truly i just want to say on this closing note thank you to everyone that's it, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Whoever has come alive, seen the real me. We love you. Seen the promise, seen the keys, seen the mm-hmm. bandulis, seen the glens, seen the fucking... Yes, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, one yeah, really and truly, yeah. Oh, oh, does anyone have any closing remarks? No, you don't. No, yeah, you any any you testimonies? You got it, you got it, you got it. No one broke the leg and said, thank God for anything. <laughs> 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 no, nah, I'm joking, over and out, over and out.